Cape Talk. A world view from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam Gilchrist. Hope you've had a restful weekend, but let's delve deep and jump straight into the major issues affecting our world. Let's start with Ukrainian attacks and Russia claims an atrocity against its own civilians. Yes, carried out by Ukraine. We're talking 27 dead, I think, is the death toll currently from a shelling attack in uh, Donetsk. So this is a Russian-held city in Ukraine. And so Russia is saying that Ukraine has essentially bombed its own city. But, of course, it's under the control of the Russians and their locally chosen leader, Denis Pushilin, who says that this strike hit a marketplace at the busiest time for the marketplace on Sunday. Uh, Russia's foreign ministry denouncing it as a barbaric terrorist attack, which is a little bit pot and kettle, isn't it, when you think about what uh, Ukraine has said Russia's done. But anyway, we call out Russian atrocities. We should call out uh, Ukrainian atrocities if that is the case, and it does look that way. A chilling quote from a leading NATO military commander after the latest tit for tat, because we've not mentioned it, and to some extent it's a bit on the back burner, isn't it, everything that's going on in Ukraine. Uh, But a a NATO military commander, a Dutch admiral called Rob Bauer, has warned the West should prepare for conflict with Russia. He's the chairman of the NATO military committee. So he's quite high up there in that organization. He says citizens of Europe should be ready for a conflict with Russia that would require a significant change to our lives. Uh, I'm not quite sure where that goes, but I'm not sure I want to know where that goes. It's uh, it's chilling, as I say. Definitely. Let's go to to um, to Switzerland, the uh, headquarters of FIFA, where Gianni Infantino wants teams to forfeit games if fans chant racist abuse. Because we've had an incident just this weekend uh, uh, where an AC Milan football match was delayed after alleged racist chants from the crowd. That's it. That, that incident at uh, Udinese in Italy um, involving, as you say, the AC Milan goalkeeper, the French international goalkeeper, and also at Sheffield Wednesday in the championship in England. In both cases, a black player targeted for abuse by opposition fans. I haven't heard the abuse. I don't really want to hear the abuse, but I don't know how, how far it goes. But I suppose that's the point. Does it matter how far it goes? The fact is, it was there. And as the boss of FIFA says, we must do something because you can't play like this. And so therefore he wants clubs penalised and the idea of an automatic forfeit if any of your fans start chanting stuff at the opposition or even against their own players, that's happened in the past too, then immediately, of course, that uh, that means that clubs are, are, are wasting games potentially, but also those who commit racist abuse, harsher punishment. At the moment, it feels like they might or might not get hauled out of a match. They might or might not get banned for life from that ground. And that's pretty much it. I, I think he's right. That doesn't seem to be deterring people with a moronic sense of well-being. In Gianni Infantino's words, once and for all, no to racism, no to any form of discrimination. We keep hearing that. Kick racism out of football, yeah. no to racism. But it's still there. It's a worrying trend that's that's occurring. First, starting in Eastern Europe, Poland, uh, where you have these yeah. ultras who have openly chanted fascist slogans, and then more and more in Italy. And I don't know if you heard of the court ruling last week in Italy, where a court ruled that performing a stiff-armed fascist salute 
is not a crime in Italy unless it risks sparking violence or is aimed at reviving the Francis party sentiment. So you already have courts that are saying, you know what, it's fine uh, at least as long as there's no violence, but it, (laughs) it has tangible consequences, Adam. That's kind of that's outrageous because if you if you're doing any kind of um, fascist salute amongst your own group, you could argue absolutely it's not to incite anyone else. We're just doing it for ourselves, us twenty or fifty or however many it is. Um, but then Italy does has had problems with the ultras. I remember the European Championships when they were being played in Ukraine and Poland, and there was a big thing beforehand, a big worry about some of their ultras coming out and doing the whole fascist salute and racist abuse. Uh, in the end, there were small signs of it, but nothing too bad. But yeah, lest we forget, Ukraine was uh, tarred with the same brush. Mm. And then finally, an embarrassing incident for two Royal Navy ships in the Gulf. Yeah, a bit of an oopsie-daisy here. We have two Royal Navy ships uh, who were in the harbour of Bahrain. There's an old UK naval base in Bahrain that these days is more of a US naval base, but is used by uh, a number of navies, including the Royal Navy. Uh, It appears that one mine hunter called HMS Chiddingfold reversed into another mine hunter called HMS Bangor. This is sort of clear in the name of Bangor. You just think that something's maybe going to bang into it. But uh, I've heard one suggestion of faulty rewiring. Now, I just put it to you. These are both extraordinary, high-tech, modern mine hunter vessels. They've got unbelievable amounts of electronic equipment on board for detecting things and finding things, but they couldn't spot each other in a harbour. Oops. Just a ding on the dinghy, they say. Hey, Adam Gilchrist, looking forward to <laughs> chatting to you tomorrow on The Worldview. Stay well. Enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers,